Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 191 of the Motorcycle Man podcast and another interview episode for your listening pleasure. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this show and, of course, listening to all the Motorcycle Man episodes. If you'd like to help the show out, you can go to our website at MotorcycleMen.us and there you can click on the Donate button. If you'd like to help us out with a singular PayPal donation, we will not refuse money. Another way you can help us out is give us some feedback. Yes, go over to iTunes and give us a rating. And while you're at it, send us an email to motomenpc at gmail.com or go to our contact page on the website and send us a note there. For the best in motorcycle jeans, there's only one place you should be going, and that is Tobacco Motorwear. Dave and the crew over there make motorcycle riding jeans that will outperform any pair you've been wearing and most brands available. Not only do they perform well, but they are also the best-looking and most comfortable selvage jeans you will ever own or wear. And for further protection and style, get yourself a California riding shirt, comfortable, safe, and it looks absolutely stunning, and it is Kevlar-lined. I wear a pair of tobacco motorwear riding jeans and the California riding shirt each time I go out. They feel good, look great, and they give me that extra protection and security when riding that I want from my gear. And new is their McCoy riding jacket. It's now available on their website. It's a very attractive water-repellent wax canvas jacket with armor. has a flannel lining, underarm vents, and airflow sleeves. That's the McCoy riding jacket. And as always, all tobacco gear is made here in the USA. There is a special link on the Motorcycle Men website in the show notes just for Motorcycle Men listeners who want to order from Tobacco Motorwear. Or you can call them at 747-666-5741 and you tell Dave and the crew that the Motorcycle Men sent you. Make sure you use that coupon code MOTORCYCLEMEN when ordering. The Motorcycle Men Podcast is proud to be supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. The foundation was started by Stage 4 cancer survivor David Calderella to help other families who are struggling through the personal, emotional, physical, mental, and financial struggles of cancer. If you would like to help out and be part of something that actually makes a difference, donate today to David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. Go to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. Links will also be in the show notes. Viking Cycle is another great retailer for motorcycle riding gear and accessories. Right now, get 15% off when you enter your email address and enter the coupon code on any order. Quality leather and textile jackets, pants, vests, gloves, and ring gear for men and women. That's Viking Cycle at vikingcycle.com. Now, there are a lot of motorcycle clubs out there. Sadly, the perception of the general public is that all motorcycle clubs are, by outward appearance, cut from the same cloth this we know is not the case and it is unfortunate that any motorcycle club is painted with this uniform color as provided by television and the media in general many motorcycle clubs are spawned from more than just motorcycle enthusiasts and friends who like to get together once a week for a long haul or a hit to the bar circuit but more so from public service groups like police and rescue services. Police departments, fire departments, EMTs, rescue squads, military branches all have their own motorcycle clubs. Joining me today is one of the lead members of such a club here on the East Coast. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men podcast and 
another lovely interview episode. Joining me tonight, uh, all the way from, where are you right now? I'm in Carmel, New York. Carmel, Carmel New York? 50 miles north of the city. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah, so you're, uh, you're East Coast just like me. Uh, all from the Florian Knights Motorcycle Club, Mr. Matt Sabini. How you doing, Matt? Good, Ted. How you been? I am so glad you can make it. We've been we've been dancing around this whole thing for a while, and it's about time we had you on. Um, <laughs> so why don't you tell us who you are and your motorcycle self? So I am a uh, I'm a firefighter in New York City. I got thank you very much for your service. Um, thank you. I'm doing very better. Um. I got on in 2005, um, and that finally gave me the disposable income to start riding because mom said no when I lived at home. <laughs> yeah, that usually happens, right? So I uh, I had that extra money finally, and I started out with a 98 V-Star 650. Nice. That's I, My brother had the same bike. Yeah, cut my teeth on that, and then I, uh, then I got a 98 Sportster Chopper. Nice. That was pretty badass. Yeah. Um, and then I've had a an 07 Street Bob, an 07 Heritage Springer. Uh, I'm on an 06 Road King Classic now. And I had a 68 uh, Bonneville uh, Chopper. Nice. Wow. Look, at you, you've had more bikes in, uh, than I've ever had in my life. <laughs> well, not all at once. <laughs> I had to keep upgrading through the Harley family. No, I understand. So, so right now you're riding a, uh, a Road King, right? Yeah, I'm on No Switch Road King now. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Did you make any modifications to it? Yeah, I pretty much uh, choloed it out. I put like the 39 inch fishtails on it. Uh, nice. I like the fishtails. Yeah, put the 16 inch eight hangers. It's chrome. I chromed it. And uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Did you, lower, like did you lower it in the back? I lowered it in the back and the front. Oh, I'm not really? for style, but for function because I'm short and I'm only five four. So oh, okay, yeah, I, I, I get it. I totally get it because my brother's yeah. got the same issue. <laughs> it, it works. It works for function too and looks. But <laughs> yeah, I get you know, and the fishtails. That thing it must be sitting real low with the fishtails on it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's down there. It's pretty, pretty close. You got to watch the curves backing up. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine, man. They they stick way out the back. Wow. Yep. I had thought about putting fishtails on my heritage. They will. That's why I had fishtails on my the heritage Springer I had. I yeah, that must look really nice. It was. It looked really cool. Yeah, with the they're leather just, bags and they poke out. It looks awesome. They're just they're just a little expensive. That's all. You yeah. know what? I went on eBay and I found some Wyatt Gatling ones. Um, they were like maybe a hundred bucks. The the, the slip ons. No kidding. I, I got the, they threw in the, the metal baffles for me for another ten bucks each. Wow, two so fifty all said and done. I, put, I got the stock head pipes. I threw them on. I mean, sounds badass. I mean, is, is it loud? It's it. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you could just say yes. It's loud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not. My neighbors won't throw stuff at me when I'm pulling oh, out. Okay, yeah. yeah, but it's it's got some nice sound to it. Because I got the Screaming Eagle 2s on my bike, and when the bike is finally running, it's going to be loud. <laughs> I know. So why don't you uh, tell us about the Florian Knights Motorcycle Club? So the, the club, we're, um, we're a few years old. Um, we're pretty new still. Um, we're made up of professional firefighters, active and retired. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of started out, we wanted, to, we wanted to build a national and international club. <clears throat> and... Um, 
you know, we wanted to promote the mental health of firefighters with the occupational stress and all that. And just the release you get from riding <clears throat> that, you know, it just, it, it does wonders for you. Oh, just, yeah. You know, it's a 15-minute ride to get milk, you know. it's uh, Oh, yeah. Wow. It, it just clears your head immediately. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of firefighters, and they all have that same sentiment. And um, we have that firehouse bond, and then you got the motorcycle bond, and it's just like a great um, – <clears throat> it just makes for an even tighter – tighter knit group of brothers and we try, you know, and we try to look out for each other and other firefighters and, and, uh, help our communities, you know, just yeah, like, we work with. so how many chapters does the flurry nights have? So we're, uh, we're pretty new. Um, but we're, we're doing pretty good on growth. We have, uh, we have the New York city, which is my chapter. Um, we have Boston, London, England. Um, and then we have some nomads <clears throat> that are trying to, Trying to get whole chapters going up in uh, British Columbia and Toronto, Canada. Oh, that's amazing! That's so, really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's going. How, do you know good. how many members are are currently in the motorcycle club worldwide? So total right now we have eighteen uh, all put together. Um, eight eight of them are in the city where the New York's the biggest chapter right wow. now. And um, yeah, you know, we're trying to go for slow growth and take quality over quantity. Of course, yeah. Now, so you have so locally you have eight members locally. Yes. Yep. Okay. Now, do you go? Do you have like a recruiting thing where you try to recruit other uh, fire departments to get, to get members involved? No, not really. We're just kind of. I mean, it it's growing kind of just uh, from people finding us, and that's kind of how I prefer it. Um, instead of active, actively recruiting, it's uh, if people find you and they're interested, you're gonna see they'll have a little bit more of a dedication and, and spark and drive to be to be part of it and, and, uh, and contribute as opposed to if you're just hunting for people and they're like yeah okay i'll do it and then it's like eh, maybe i don't <laughs> i don't want to do all this right now yeah i mean well do a lot of uh firefighters ride yeah yeah actually it's uh i think we're all kind of we're all a little crazy in, in different ways right. <laughs> that's take the job to begin with Right. Uh, but we, uh, th- th- there's a lot of guys that do ride. Plenty of them don't, you know, are happy without riding in a club, and you know, mm-hmm. we all ride together. Um, but the, it, 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 there is surprisingly a lot it, it, less. I've noticed as um, as more younger guys have come on over the years, I've noticed less of the the younger age groups are riding. Oh, really? So the younger guys aren't getting into it. Is there is there an effort being made to try to get them into it? I I always try. You know, it's. I, I can be kind of quiet unless I'm talking about music or uh, or bikes. So mm-hmm. one of the, that's my one of my go-to conversation starters usually is, "Hey, do you ride?" And right. If they don't, they'll start asking me questions about it, and I try to encourage them. But um, well, so you got to start putting up a lot of motorcycle posters around the firehouse, <laughs> and you got to have a lot of motorcycle magazines laying around, and eventually they'll pick up on it. Yeah, they'll drop. Drop some subtle hints like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the past events that the Knights have organized? So, like I said, we're still pretty <clears throat> relatively new. So our first event, which thank you very much for helping us promote, was last October. And that was the uh, the first Rumble for Ronald that we did. Right. That was great. And thanks for putting us on the T-shirt. That was pretty cool. You guys helped us out. You were, uh, you were a sponsor. You were on there. Um, 
Yeah, so it was uh, it was a fundraiser and toy drive for the Hudson Valley Ronald McDonald House, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Rockland Homes for Heroes, which is a vet uh, organization for veterans in Rockland County, New York. And they basically took this old, um, I'm not sure, it wasn't a warehouse, but it was some kind of old housing complex, and it was uh, vacated, and they went in, took it over, and they basically started building apartments for homeless veterans. And they, Oh, that's great. They house them, and they get them back on their feet and try to help them out. And, um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're a great local organization. So, um, you know, like I said, so... Did you, ahead, ever, did you ever recruit any of these uh, veterans, these homeless guys, and, and recruit them into the fire department? You know what? Um, you don't really have to recruit them because there's such a strong military presence in the fire department. There's so many veterans. Um, it, 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 it's just that kind of s- sense of serving. Right. I think kind of carries over. So it's, it's very, very common to see a lot of veterans in the fire department. Oh, that's great. Now, a lot of these veterans, did you ever come across these veterans who do ride? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think they're, they're probably, uh, military guys are probably just as crazy as firemen. So (laughs) 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 So you see plenty of them on the, on bikes. Um, and there's a lot of military clubs and and we try to go and support them anytime they're hosting events. You know, we go, go try to ride with them and, and support all their causes as well. Right. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Now, it's, what's how much did you guys raise when we did the Ronald McDonald thing last year? So, uh, cash we only we didn't bring in a whole lot. We had about a little over sixty riders come in, and most of the money that was raised was um, you know from the we did a couple silent auctions there mm-hmm. and entry fees. So we brought in about three grand for the charities, mm-hmm. um, and then with as far as the toys. We uh, every rider we asked to bring a toy and it knocked down the cost of their uh, their entrance fee for the ride. Right. The toys are probably the biggest success. We had so many toys come in. Um, I think people were bringing multiple toys and they had enough toys to get them through the holiday season. Yeah. And into this new year for 2019 to cover birthdays and, and other holidays for all the kids in the hospital. Um, so if you know, hopefully 19 will keep growing. Everybody tells two or three friends next year and. Right. When we get bigger and, and we'll get some more more cash in with the toys. Now, what was uh, the Ronald McDonald House? What was their response uh, when you told them your guys are doing this for you? Uh, they were ecstatic. Really? <laughs> they were, yeah, because uh, well, every McDonald House is, uh, they're all individually funded and, um, and self-sustaining more or less. Right. <clears throat> so you went to, um, for instance, there's a huge run at the end of April. The Hogs for Hope. Um, that's in Westchester County, and that's for the New York City McDonald House. That one's been going on for probably 15 years, and they get 400 plus riders at that one. Oh, that's great! But uh, everything raised at that one goes to the New York City House and the Hudson Valley House in Westchester. They don't get, they don't see any of those funds that come in for that. <clears throat> so oh, okay. They're ecstatic that a club wanted to reach out and help them and, and uh, set this up, and they were, they were just like anything you. Need tell us and we'll help you. Or whatever, whatever you want us to do, we're here. To help, we're here to help. Um, and they loved it. They were great. They were they were so awesome. Yeah. So now, what? Uh, like now, now you have all these motorcycles showing up at the Ronald McDonald House. And what, what's the what's this response when these people see that? Um, 
you know what? It was kind of some people came out. They were checking out the bikes. Um, they, we were actually the the house was putting out flyers, so we didn't get to see too much of it because the kids can't. Our our goal was to try to get the kids come out of the hospital if they could to come see the bikes. And uh, being close to Halloween, we were gonna try to give out candy and stuff like that. But right. they couldn't leave. So I think I believe the the house was trying to coordinate with the hospital staff to have them line up at the windows so they could see all the bikes outside and. Right. We had some of the local fire departments in Westchester come and put the rigs up and everything. So, um, I, I hope they got a kick out of the kids. I didn't get to, I didn't get to go inside and, and talk to them because uh, the hospital. Yeah, well, maybe next time we can uh, schedule something ahead in advance, and they know that it's coming. They can be prepared. Now, do, do all of your events that uh, the MC has? Does it always include a ride? Um. No, this was just our first one, the the, the Rumble ride. Right. Um, well, the future ones that you guys are going to have, are they going to all include a ride? Yeah, the future Rumble, we'll keep doing the same thing. Um, everybody loved the route that we did. We left the Children's Hospital. We went up uh, we went up the west side of the Hudson River, came across the Bear Mountain Bridge, and down the, uh, down the uh, west. We went up the east side, came down the west side of the river, and ended at the, uh, did all back roads, and ended at Hudson Valley Harley. Mm-hmm. Police escorted the whole thing. The troopers in Westchester uh, Highway with the motorcycles were there. Right. All right. It, it was great. Um, everybody liked the ride. It was just about an hour, 50, a little over fifty miles. Um, so it was, per- it was just long enough. Um, so we're gonna try to keep. We're gonna keep that going every year, every October. And this year will be October twelfth. All right. Cool. We'll get into that very shortly. So now you guys are having some raffles coming up. And I find that they're pretty interesting because you're giving away, even at this last event, you guys gave away a lot of stuff. Uh, was, were, were all these uh, prizes that you gave away, were they all donated? They were, yeah. Um, when when you call up, I was honestly just, it was our first time doing it. I was just cold calling people, um, uh, didn't, you know, not knowing what to do. I was just cold calling companies and they were, they heard firefighters sick kids and um and motorcycles and they were just like here you go what do you want what do you need how can we help oh that's great well tell yeah. us about some of the prizes that you gave away yeah we had um vance and hines donated a fuel pack that's like a 350 dollar thing fox suspension donated a, a rear suspension for a Har- for harley um, that's like 700 hours wow yeah that they were they were awesome and they donated and then they donated a box full of toys and swag and and everything um custom dynamics gave away some lighting um wild one inc gave uh some handlebars mustang seats gave a bunch of gift cards for their seats uh some of your your uh interviews uh we i reached out to uh uclear and kirsch helmets oh good and they, you clear Dave. Dave was great, and he gave us two two headsets. <laughs> Dave's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was awesome. Um, and uh, Kirsch, they, I reached out to them. They're like, "Yeah, we'll send you a helmet, a demo helmet you can put out, and um, people can check it out." And um, uh, who else? We have Cycle Gear donated a full face Bluetooth helmet. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Um, Taconic Distillery up in Dutchess County gave a full basket of all the different bourbons they they gave, and uh, Arthur Avenue Cigars in the Bronx gave a big gift box of cigars. That was probably the most bid on thing was the bourbon and cigar pack. No kidding, really? 
I, th- that one, <laughs> I thought the motorcycle gear would have been more, uh, would have been more appeared. <laughs> I, I would have thought that too. We had the Rangers, Yankees, Mets gave autograph stuff. Okay. Packages, um, Caribbean vacations, but the one everybody went for was the bourbon and cigars. That's funny. Wow. <laughs> I got a double down on that one. Do two of them this year. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Now, so one of the current events you have going on right now is, uh, for the firefighters and police officers in California, um, tell us yeah. about tell us about that. So um, we had a mutual friend who's doing a documentary about uh, following firefighters around, and um, he was telling us about what happened out there. And he was sending me videos from his phone of helicopters dropping these giant buckets in a million dollar home swimming pools to pick up water and go drop it on a fire, and <clears throat> he was sending me pictures and videos the whole time and it was i couldn't believe it like we don't see that kind of firefighting or, or devastation like that in new york that's not a we don't, we don't get too many forest fires in the bronx no yeah um so uh so i uh, reached out to um some of the contacts he had just to find out what happened afterwards you know like how bad everything was once all the dust settled um and they uh they, they took a really bad hit they had uh over 260 firefighters and police lost their houses um, while, you know, they're fighting the fires and their houses are burning down. Uh, they were working 60, 60 hours, I was told, on the firefighting front lines. And then they go back to try and check on their families. They get a 12-hour break, and then they're back on the lines. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it, it's just insane. And then entire towns just completely wiped out. Paradise, uh, some of these towns just completely wiped off the map. Yeah. Um, and all these guys, you know, the families, they're all literally homeless. Uh, they, it, I guess a couple of them were pretty big college towns, so mm-hmm. a lot of the temporary housing just wasn't available to put people in. Right. So they relocated all over the place, uh, trying to commute, put their lives back together, get, get still get to work and collect a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can't even start building. The time frame might be a little shorter now. I haven't checked in with them recently, but last I was told – was 12 to 18 months before they can even break ground on their homes. That's crazy. That's insane. It should yeah. it should not take that long. It shouldn't, but part of the problem is a lot of these towns that were so old that they have to wait on the federal government to go in and rip out the infrastructure and put in new updated infrastructure. Yeah, it shouldn't so take that long. That to happen before they can even start. You know, it's it's almost like, because I've been there. I've had my, my house burned down many years ago. Oh, and and I know, I know, I know the process. It just took four months for me alone. It just took four months to get the ball rolling, to, rolling to the point where we could start, you know, hammering nails. It took four months to get past the the bureaucratic bullcrap, you know, insurance companies, adjusters, and townships. Just it just took, and it shouldn't. It should not take that long. No, in a time time of need like that, you know, <laughs> you you stuck waiting on all these people to cut red tape. You know, I always I, I at the time this happened, I had I I said, you know, anybody who wants to be a politician, uh, who wants to work in a township or or have some sort of position of authority where they decide what happens to a person's house or whatever, they should have their house burned down first, and then, <laughs> then and then they can start making decisions because then they'll know what it's all about. Because it's ridiculous. It just shouldn't happen. But anyway, but getting back to this this event that you guys have, you guys are giving away a 2019 Subaru Crosstrek. Yeah, so we're going to wrap walk um, 
the 2019 Crosstrek, the premium package, um, or uh, if the person wants 10 grand cash, um, tax deductible donation of $50 a ticket. Um, and you don't, you don't have to, if you want a paper ticket, you can get in touch with us, but you don't have to. You can go online to our website. There's a link right there, and you can buy tickets right online. That's amazing. Wow, uh, and then now, and now is I guess the 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 Subaru is being donated by Johnson's Subaru. So, well, we need to sell. It's in the fine print on the website as well. We actually have, you know, we have to sell so many tickets to pay for the car, right? Uh, of course. So, if not, we'll, there'll be some kind of we'll figure out some kind of cash prize in the event <clears throat> enough tickets aren't um, sold. But we're not thinking. We're thinking optimistic here. Yeah, uh, of course. How many tickets do you have to sell? Um, what was my math? I'm bad at math off the top of my head. <laughs> um, one second. About 400 tickets. And how many have you sold so far? Um, you know what? I have not checked in with my treasurer. I meant to get a hold of him before I called you tonight, but I did not get a hold of him yet. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, well, we'll we'll catch up and we'll we'll get that number later. Well, yeah, and uh, you know we're putting we put tickets all throughout every firehouse in New York City. We put one. Um, we're reaching out to other fire departments, police departments, motorcycle clubs, the motorcycle community. Um, and you don't have to be in the local area because you can take the cash as well, and you can buy the ticket online. So, all right. I'll tell you what I'll do is I will put a link directly to this on the motorcycle men website and in our show notes. This way, we can get people to uh, hopefully encourage people to, to buy a ticket. How much are the tickets for this? Tickets are fifty bucks a piece. Okay, great. It's a tax deductible donation. Keep the, the stub, and and that's uh, bring it to your tax guy next year. Perfect. Uh, now, as far as it goes for now, as far as it goes for all of your the events that you have, anybody can attend these events. Correct. Yeah, I mean, um, our our big one that uh, is pretty much just going to be once a year is the Rumble for Ronald, and that's open to everybody. That's the more people, the merrier. It's a good, you know, good time, good vibe. It's uh, a great cause, and that that's anybody who wants to come help sick kids and veterans. Come on by and hang out and go for a nice ride, have some good food afterwards. Good. Now, do you guys have any additional, aside from the Rumble for Ronald, do you have any additional events planned for 2019? No, not really. We, you know, we have our own club things, or, or you know, our own meetings, and uh, a couple of rides we're doing. We're heading up to Americade. Um, oh, you are? Yeah, I go every year. Yep. Oh, that's it's awesome. Close enough to home where I can sneak out for a few days and not get have the <laughs> How many? Uh, how many got? How many of you guys usually go? Um, I go. Not just counting the, the guys in the club. We usually have a pretty good big crew of uh, other guys that go too. Uh, Usually over twenty guys we have. No kidding. How many people from the club go? Um, last year it was just three or four of us. Uh, hopefully we get a couple more guys coming this year. Oh, that'd be great. That's awesome. Now, if somebody wanted to join the Florian Knights, is that possible? Um, yeah, if you're a firefighter, active or retired professional firefighter, um, man or woman doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> you got to ride a cruiser, motorcycle, sport touring, or. Cafe, you know, we're not that. That's fine. Just basically no cross rockets. We're not going out for an hour and and stopping. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we, we want to do long rides and trips. Um, so yeah. we try to keep it to some kind of cruiser bike that has a, more than three gallons, preferably. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So basically, so if somebody is a firefighter, what about what about police and things like that? Can those people join as well, veterans? Um, or is it strictly for firefighters? It's it's strictly for firefighters. Okay. There are some, I think, like Port Authority cops are also firefighters. I believe, like oh, there you go, airports and stuff. So they could technically join, at least in our area. Um, military veterans, if they were firefighters in the military, absolutely, they're that's. They, they were firefighters, so they, they could absolutely join. Now, you mentioned earlier that you had something going on in April. What was that? Uh, April. Oh, that's a, another, there's another ride for the New York City Ronald McDonald House. Oh, okay. That's right. That's correct. Okay. That's the hospital. That's a great run. Excellent. So how can people learn more about the Florian Knights Motorcycle Club? So you can go to... Um, our website, which is foreignsnights.com, F-L-O-R-I-A-N-S-K-N-I-G-H-T-S. Um, we're on Facebook, uh, Foreign's Nights Motorcycle Club, and Instagram, Foreign's Nights. Um, if anybody wants to contact us, they can all the email and uh, contact info is on the website. Um, yeah. And I see here on the website, I, just, I should have mentioned this earlier, but you guys are chartered by the uh, AMA. Yeah, we're an AMA chartered club and a 501c3. That's perfect, man. That's great. All right. Well, any last words for our listeners? Um, yeah, I mean, I know it was a tough tax season for everybody, but if you can spare 50 bucks to buy a raffle ticket, help out our, help out our brothers and sisters in California, um, that, w- that would be great. Um, and come on down if you're, if you're local and you want to come out for the Rumble to Ronald, October 12th, 2019. Um, we'll be putting up more updates for the raffle stuff we get for that. Um, that'll be going up on the website as we get it, as it mm-hmm. comes in. And um, other than that, thank you, you guys, for helping us out. Again, hey, as much you. as we can, we'll help out. You know, maybe uh, this. Now, you guys are going to be the, the Rumble for Ronald for 2019. It's going to start in the same location as it did last year, correct? Yeah. Yep. We're going to try to leave from the uh, from the Children's Hospital again at Westchester Medical Center and uh, do the same route and end, end up at Hudson Valley Harley. And end up at Hudson. Now, Hudson Valley Harley is actually the sister uh, office uh, dealership to uh, Bergen Harley-Davidson. Yes. Yep. Correct. So, yep. And that's on October 12th, you said. So uh, I'm, although I may not be able to do a ride, I'll see if we can set up uh, and do a, sh- a live show from Hudson okay. Harley-Davidson. That, that would be great, man. Great. Perfect. And maybe we can get the uh, get 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 some kids out of the uh, out of out of Ron McDonald's house to come out and see all the bikes. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they're well enough to come outside. <laughs> yeah, hope so. That'd be great. All right, Matt. Listen, I want to thank you very much for uh, joining me here on the Motorcycle Man Podcast and telling us about the Florian's Knights Motorcycle Club and the events that you're having in 2019. Thank you, man. Thanks a lot. Okay. Thank you for joining me and Matt here on episode 191, where we talked about the Florian's Knights Motorcycle Club and their fundraising. To learn more, go to FloriansKnights.com to learn more. Links will be in the show notes and on the Motorcycle Men website at MotorcycleMen.us. Don't forget to check out our fellow podcasters, YouTubers, bloggers, and vloggers out there whose links you will find on our links page. All of these media outlets and many more out there do great things to promote and encourage our sport and passion. And don't forget to check out the Motorcycle Men Podcast YouTube channel and get a look inside the Ted Shed and see what's happening in there. 
So from Timbuktu, Chris the Joker, Justin Shoes, and me, Ted Wrongway, your host, thanks for listening to the Motorcycle Men Podcast, where we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Enjoy your ride, kids. Thank you.